it was very common to associate the future messianic kingdom with a meal or a banquet. Our Lord narrates a parable. Our Lord narrates a story which is a warning to His complacent listeners, many of whom probably smugly presumed that they would be among the small minority chosen to eat in the kingdom of God. The story says that a man threw a large dinner party with many guests invited. But when the time came and the guests were reminded about the party, one after another, they gave excuses why they were not able to come. One had just bought a piece of land and he had to inspect it. Another had just bought some oxen and he had to try them out. A third had just gotten married and probably was on his way to a honeymoon. Sounds familiar. Alibis, excuses. It seems that the original invitation had been accepted, but when the final invitation came, excuses were made. As a matter of fact, none of the excuses has much validity. One would not buy a field and only then look at it. Nor would one buy oxen without having tried them out before the purchase. And on hearing this, the master got very angry. He ordered his servants to go out into the highways and into the byways, bring in the poor and the crippled, bring in the blind and the lame, and after this, the servants reported that there was still room, so they were given orders to look for more people to be invited, scour the roads, bring in as many as they could find. The host said, What is the lesson of the gospel reading today for us? My dear brothers and sisters, alibis and excuses. Many people are fond of making alibis and fabricating all kinds of excuses. There are people who pretend to be always busy, acting like busy bodies, busy making excuses, busy fabricating alibis. I have no time. I am busy. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to finish this and that right now and like Martha in another gospel some people are worried about many things in life many are distracted even in the mass people can be distracted even in the mass people can be airheaded or remote and inattentive the mind is somewhere else Yes, the body is here, but the mind is flying in the clouds. Even prayers can be hurriedly said. My dear friends, anyone will always say, He has no time for something. He is not 
interested in. Anybody will say, I have no time for something that I am not interested in. As we say in Filipino, kung gusto, may paraan. Subalit kung ayaw, ay maraming dahilan. I remember somebody said, We go through life chasing after the thousand little things and never finding time for the things that are very important or the things that will impact the spiritual life and our human relationships that can give real joy in life. My dear friends, the mistake of those who rejected the banquet invitation is that they abandoned the important in favor of the urgent. They abandoned the important in favor of the urgent. They left the essential in favor of the contingent. Neglecting the important in favor of the urgent in the spiritual life means continually putting off or canceling or postponing or procrastinating our religious and spiritual duties because there is always something we feel is more urgent calling for our attention. That is why the parable today is like, it's like a school of life. The parable teaches us to examine our, our priorities, to attend to what is essential, to give priority to the important more than to what is urgent and to not lose the important for the sake of the urgent. I remember a certain spiritual writer who said, It is very easy for man to be so busy with the things of time that he forgets the things of eternity. It is so easy to be so preoccupied with the things that are seen that he forgets the things that are unseen. It is so easy to hear so persistently the claims of the world that man cannot hear the soft invitation of the voice of Christ. My dear brothers and sisters, attention, focus, focus, attention, doing things one at a time. Give special priority to God. Is God a priority in my life? Is my spiritual life one of my top priorities? Is there a real hunger for God in my life? The book of Psalms, number 63 says, O God, You are my God. For you I long, for you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. And in another psalm, this time number 42, it says, As the hind longs for the running waters, so my soul longs for you, O God. A thirst is my soul for God, the living God. When shall I go 
and behold the face of God. Amen.